<laughs> oh boy. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Bros video game music podcast. What have we gotten ourselves into? <laughs> we apologize in advance. Uh, today on this podcast that usually plays good video game music, uh, we're going to be playing more of the worst video game music we could find. Now, I do want to do a little disclaimer here. Out of any topic that we ever get comments or emails or suggestions to, this is by far the most requested follow-up episode. I don't understand why our listeners are so masochistic <laughs> and just I, delight in this. I totally but, get it. Because or maybe they just like putting us through. Yeah, yes, maybe it's just I think that's what it torture. is. I mean, to be honest, guys, these episodes are some of the most fun we have yeah. because it's a really good cathartic experience. Like a lot of times in the podcast, we have to be very diplomatic and watch what we say. And now we can just literally just crap on all this music because it is crap worthy. This is the worst music. Uh, See, I still feel guilty. Ever. If you remember the last time we did this, mm-hmm. I was still trying to, you know, give things the benefit of the doubt. We're past say, that point, you know. Like, I don't know. I think some people could listen to this and maybe they would like it and say it's progressive. I don't and think so. I, I don't even think, honestly, meters. I don't think people would because, like, there are actual like kind of progressive fusion style tracks that are c- kind of hip, but this is so jarring and I don't obnoxious. know, man. I think you just got to feel it. <laughs> so Maybe we didn't mention this, but my name is Will Brueggemann and your name is? My name is Carl Brueggemann. That is correct. The first time we did one of these episodes, it was for April Fool's Day, probably, what was it, like 2013 or 2012? That's true. And then we were requested, you know, at that time to do a follow-up, got a lot of requests for that, did that. And then we just, in the past like year, we've gotten so many, even to the point where this is a Patreon episode, by the way, guys. Right. And so not only was this suggested on Patreon, that was kind of the last draw. Like, okay, now we literally have to do right. Another one of these, um, but we probably got—I don't even know how many emails uh, asking to do another one of these. <laughs> so, guys, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, like we said, we scoured through the internet, listening to you know, trying to find some of the and worst. I say, it's much video easier finding bad music than it is finding good music. It is easy, but it's not as easy as you would think because I would say most video game music that it's you mediocre. run across, just on average, is mediocre, but not funny enough to be right. bad. Whereas we really had to dig to try to sit through stuff to try to find the worst thing. And sometimes it's kind of sad. I would find a composer that I knew was bad from a previous episode and I would look on his discography and I knew I was going to find more stuff. God, like for it's example, like, it's like looking for antimatter. I mean, cause that's like the process of how we normally find good tracks is find composers we like dude, and see what they do. That's exactly the process I did. Like for example, Paul Wilkinson yeah, Paul is Wilkinson. one of those legendary names. And actually what I did he is, the star. is I did make an Excel spreadsheet for this week. And I did rate every single track that I had in my... From like minus one to minus (laughs) ten? In my like initial list. And the lowest 20 (laughs) were included on this playlist. So, all right, let's get to it. What you guys heard playing in was from uh, a Neo Geo game. (laughs) Neo Geo has some terrible music. I'll just say that right now. That's too bad. Um, There's some okay stuff here and there. Uh, You know, I don't want to offend anyone who likes Neo Geo music. This is from Power Spikes 2 composed by Soshi Hosoi and this is Hyper League final match. Wow, that was terrible. All right, let's let's see if we can uh, outdo that. We're now going to move on to an NES track by David Warhol. That's another name. It's another name. Comes did he up do Terminator? Or was that he, Paul Wilkinson? That was Paul Wilkinson. But David Warhol did a lot of terrible NES music. Uh, it's really sad that there's so many Western composers on this episode today. So yeah. I'm not sure what that means. All right, let's take a listen to track two from Monster Truck Rally. Here we go. 
This is gnarly. It is gnarly. You guys are listening to track two from Monster Truck Rally. David Warhol, I mean, I think this had to have been the guy who did the Rad Gravity, the Adventures of Rad Gravity, because mm. it sounds very similar. It's funny to talk about his compositional style, but it is similar to that. A lot of weird kind of weird sliding instruments. Oh, and it's so okay, bad. so this this song is weird because it starts off, you know, it has these kind of like power chords. It's going for kind of a rock thing. And all of that stuff is, uh, you know, it's mediocre. It's it's what it is. But then that annoying, just snarly, square lead melody. It's just like, it's always really dissonant. It always makes no sense. It's, and it's so just bad. very painful. Yeah, so the reason why this track was included is not only is the music... <laughs> Quote, the music, you know, under the hood here, just really stupid and random. But the implementation is really weird, too. There's, like, one yeah. of the things that you hear with a lot of bad Western composers on the NES is using the triangle, like, really high up. And so you're taking something that's already annoying, and you're just making it even more dissonant because you have all those overtones that sound really bad and shrill. Uh, I mean, I, we don't need to go into I mean, it's Oof. pretty clear why this yeah, is terrible. Yeah, I do think this is a track that if you did it with, like, guitars and they all had lots of distortion and everything you could probably make something that sounds Passable. passably cool yeah we should i don't know if we actually mentioned oof. the name but so this episode today is a patreon um suggested episode so everyone can send their angry tweets to ivan ivan was the one who uh emailed us to actually really nice guy really beautiful email he sent um and you know he just i think him uh, and I think he maybe. No, I mean, he, I think you guys enjoy these episodes. I think so you can th- thank was Ivan, Ivan the email where he said he listens with his son sometimes, and I think they just get a real big kick out of these episodes. Um, these episodes are, are okay. Quite all right, delightful. so let's let's move on. Dear, thank you, dear Ivan. Lord, dear Lord. Okay, and thank you, David Warhol. You know, we we got a good chuckle out of off of that one. That is true. All right, let's move on to a PS2 game. So one thing that is definitely interesting is there's no shortage of like retro music that sounds terrible i mean a lot of those sound chips are just bad in and of themselves and it's actually it's hard to make them sound good but what i kind of what's blowing my mind is like i'm finding some like ps2 ps3 era tracks that are just as terrible and it's like there's really no excuse nowadays because we have all these great tools to make music but anyway this is from tales of destiny and this track was composed by shinji tamura this one, I don't even know what is going on here. Part of me felt like maybe it was an intentionally bad, like maybe this level is supposed to sound bad, but I don't think so because there are little elements of this where like it could be kind of like a cool synthy rocking track, but it's just annoyingly, it's just so, so bad. Let's take a listen to Relentless Assault. Here we go. I wish you guys could see Will's grimace. He's making a really big grimace. Like he had some bad lunch or something. Yeah, this makes no sense because 
I do think that I still would find this track annoying if it had better There's instruments. There's something cool about it, though. Um, I, I don't mind yeah. the chord progression and even the production. Right. It's just that, that lead, lead has like a fifth harmonic is the whole time. God awful. I mean, it, it sounds like the NES uh, metallic noise channel. Um, it's so it, bad. And also, it's just none of the pitches are in tune, and it just sounds very. Oh, it's just incredibly shrill. Um, and I, yeah, I'm sure there's something intentional about it, but yeah, it just I don't even it distracts know. me, and it's it's very it gives me displeasure. It's very very bad. This is terrible video game music. This is from the PS2, from Tales of Destiny. This is relentless assault. It's kind of a cool track though. Like yeah. I, the music itself is there's not potential. Bad. Yeah. So one of the things we try to do with these bad episodes is have like a diverse array of what makes it bad. And some of them are just through and through terrible. Some of them are funny. Some of them are silly. Some of them have potential like this one where it's like some choice was made. I also do it. think that there is some intentional thing. Like I think it's supposed to be kind of like creepy or you know what it sounds like? I don't know. It sounds like something is like distorting or like hmm. it, it, it's very like this digital sound. Uh, it almost sounds though, like alien or, or something. At from the end of the world. day, as creepy or as annoying as you might intentionally try to make a piece of BGM, uh, you don't want the player to literally mute their TV. Yeah, I mean, and that's is, what I want to do here. It's just annoying. It's distracting. It's terrible. Um, All right, now I feel bad. I see. I, I maybe I'm. I, I feel too guilty <laughs> well, criticizing. See, these that's people. the one thing I do feel guilty is like saying the names today. Yeah, maybe we it's shouldn't like, say the name of the composer. I feel guilty, guys. Be don't please don't. Like, I don't know. Find these people and tweet at them. I don't them. know. Here, I don't yeah, want them to yeah, be guys, sad. definitely don't do that. But at the end of the day, he was paid to do this. These people were paid to do a job and they failed epically, so I don't feel as bad. All right, this is really funny. We're going to play an arcade track from a really old game called Double Dribble, which is oh, a basketball classic game. classic bad music. Yeah, and this is the national anthem. <laughs> they tried to use what sounds like like a Simon or like an old... like like Internal voice, computer speaker. Like voice... Uh, person robot to sing quote sing this but oh, there's no yeah there's also uh, like what was that old uh game that was featured in et speak and spell <laughs> yes it's like that spell. but there also is like a square pulse like backing track which is unfortunate because it's incredibly out of tune with the the square channels uh this is an unknown composer thankfully double dribble let's take a listen to the national anthem here we go So that was a flawless God bless America. Oh my God. Of the National Anthem from Double Dribble. <laughs> There's so many reasons why this made us laugh. That was so delightful. It was hilarious. That was so cute. It was like the computer was trying to sing. The computer just <laughs> failed. Like, what I find funny is like, 
there's so many pitches that are so off, like not Very even close, sharp like a half step reason. away. And then not even there were like a quarter tone. It was just really out of tune. And then there there were these times when he was so early, <laughs> like he was rushing <laughs> yeah. so bad. I don't know how they did that because it yeah it really does sound like that digitized computer yeah voice that you would hear on like the Speak and Spell or I remember the 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 Intellivision had this little um, mm-hmm. voice synthesis module sure that would like read the text in the games and it had that kind of voice i remember i used to have that monopoly game that i would mm-hmm. play it was sure. the same kind of technology but i've never heard it try to sing pitches before right yeah it was a it's it's a neat little experiment i mean it's cool that they tried it it, it sounds terrible and it's really funny but i, I don't know i kind of commend them for yeah you know trying to make music out of technology it's ironic the the first unknown composer of the day and this is the one that you're trying to commend <laughs> so okay uh good job unknown i mean Actually, i do no, i do love job. the national anthem i do like the melody all right let's move on we're gonna move on to a game for the sega genesis this one's so funny this is from nba live 95 so two basketball games in a row this is the pause menu and this game was composed by traz damji and brian shaw not household names. And one lesson that I think we can all learn from this is when you're trying to make like 90s kind of hip, hip hop kind of sounding beats oh, for no. a basketball game. And Are they going to rap about Knuckles? No, no. Oh, and you're using the DAC sample channel for like the whole beat. Make sure that there's not like a huge pause each measure because then the groove is gone and then it just sounds terrible. That's what happens here. It's really unfortunate. It's really funny. Let's take a listen to the pause menu from NBA Live 95. This, this is painful to listen to because literally every measure there's this weird pause and as soon as you kind of feel like okay maybe I can get into it ooh it's just so many times where there's, there's like a stake driven into your heart in this track <laughs> that it's just like in some ways the worst thing of the day it's so almost far. like that quest love playing drunk kind of idea where it's like since oh, it repeats gosh. every single measure your brain almost starts to anticipate it and hear I it as guess. some kind of crazy rhythmic thing but oh, oh it man. just it is like a stake the difference the heart. though i mean ding, like ding, the quest ding, love thing ding, is like <laughs> he's just consistently playing behind the beat or something right. whereas like this is like everything's okay until the loop point of each measure and it's obviously a limitation with like the dac like there's like some sort of pause that's happening because they're, they're they're looping it resetting it and it's just so bad and in the music itself i mean this is just like the worst kind of genesis music is like music that was trying to sound hip and cool and like you know kind of like urban but it's just so clearly not god why does it do that why is there that little gap between every measure it's mystifying yeah i haven't heard anything quite this bad before i uh, wonder if it was like 
Because I, I hear things about like um, music running at different speeds depending on if it's the PAL yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. PAL was 50. Or NTSC. And then the NTSC was it's 60. It's possible that it was made in one version and, and somehow because it I was these it. samples, like the timing of it was inconsistent. I feel like if that happened, it just would have been consistently at different speed. I don't, I don't yeah, but know didn't what's you say going it's on using here. using samples or something? Yeah, well, no, it's, yeah, it's using the DAC channel, but not only that. I mean, the, all the other instruments, they're, they're all quote in sync with each other in the worst possible way god i just i can't even understand it's almost impressive so in some ways good job guys for making something that impressively bad all right let's move <laughs> on to a game for not the, condescending at all a game for the game boy now this is unfortunate because i think this composer is a good composer so i don't know what happened here I really don't. But anyway, this is The Battle of Olympus. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. Okay. This is by Kazuo Sawa. And this is BGM9. This one's really funny because it starts off with just kind of this like bass line. And then eventually you're like, okay, so is that all it is? It's just a really short bass line. But then no, something comes in that's not good. (laughs) Let's take a listen. Here we go. the loop folks <laughs> that was so funny i was looking at will and i had my fingers crossed and i was like wait for it wait for it he was so nervous to hear what melody would come on top of that oh, what jesus it's horrifying what it's is horrifying what is going it on it was not what i was expecting i was ready for all levels of dissonance and anything and you crazy. were still surprised it's literally like the melody from a completely different song different was overlaid key, on top of it different song it, it, i i get what he's going for i mean like i think it's supposed to be this almost kind of like fun bluesy bass line and then he introduces yeah. this creepy okay. minor chromatic evil mm-hmm. sounding motive both of the ideas in and of themselves are well composed and i get the emotional they juxtaposition, don't work together but it's the game boy yeah and like they're both implemented with such blase yeah. synth sounds that it just, mm-hmm. it's hard for it not to just sound terrible. I mean, it just it's really, so bad. it's like mathematically awful, like serialism or something. Oh, oh man. God. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like I said, I, I was actually about to close. I think I saw this on YouTube and I, I was about to close the window because I was like, I just heard that bass. And I was like, this isn't that bad. And right before I closed it, it came in and I was so glad I didn't close it because like, this is just... This is like it's a weird. One in the a more million. you listen to it, it starts to like make sense in a really weird way. Like you, your mind, I hate like that. I hate that the so switch much. and adjust. And see, and that's the thing that I think happens with a lot of game players, where if they hear something over and over again, you kind of get used to it. And then if the game is something that you have fun with. There's a lot of people that will still say, oh, this brings me back and I like this. Well, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, I'm starting to, like, hear it as really advanced harmonies. No, don't. No, man. I you can't. Just, you got to feel it. I can't lose will to the vape again. <laughs> I just won't. Okay, I don't know, man. Um, it opens your third eye. All right. Now we're going to move on to a track from the King's Quest series. Now... This is a little bit unfortunate. Uh, the King's Quest series was primarily composed by Ken Allen, who he did a lot of work for the PC in the 90s. Um, I don't know if I can say a lot of good stuff, but 
he definitely was very prolific and I think did a good job overall. There's a lot of King's Quest music that is just kind of mediocre, but this is, I don't know what's going on here. I think there's some glitch that happened with the implementation because as you know, games that were released for the PC had so many different sound cards that you had to kind of... uh, experiment with when you're working on the game what if someone has sound blaster which i think is what we're going to hear here what if someone has you know roland mt32 and you kind of have to make it work for everything sometimes there were glitches and things didn't work out so well something's going on here i don't know what it is but this is the town theme from king's quest 5 a town theme a happy joyous theme that you're going to hear all throughout this game composed by ken allen and mark siebert here we go god it's like digital glitch demons are trying to escape (laughs) it sounds like digital like glitches like this is what happens like if you have a bad codec like if you ripped an mp3 and like itunes isn't compatible with it um yeah i don't know what's going on i did listen to several different sources and this is this is what it sounds like on this card yeah and dude even the actual like pitched instruments are very have that very Mm -hmm. unpleasant sound and they're kind of yeah, like honestly, even if you didn't have that, that weird glitch instrument happening, uh, it's it's definitely bordering on mediocre to bad video game music. Just like the implementation is so stupid. Uh, I think the song is okay. It's very simple and like right. carousel-y, um, which a lot of the King's Quest music has, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, this is just oh unbearable. Goodness. It's unbearable. It's, it's an really absolute failure. I don't understand yeah. what's going on. It was an oversight. It had to have been. I mean, they must not have had time to test The only this way version. this would make sense if the track was called Glitch World and you right. went inside of a glitch. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is an ad-lib version or whatever sound card this was, but this is just a total failure. God, I mean, in those weird, like, yeah. that's bad enough, but then you get the... I guess, is it... Weird sounds. Is it possible that was supposed to be, like, an animal or, or something, yeah, like, Yeah, maybe in the it's world? supposed to be, like, the scenery. Like, you hear the birds chirping and you hear the demons growling into the microphone <laughs> demons growling. trying to escape the computer oh my god it's horrifying okay so we're gonna go back to kind of a bad classic here so last uh uh episode we did this which was a second one are we calling this even more bad music i think let's just call it bad music three okay bad music three i know uh, normally i hate numbers but yeah might as well we already started numbering sure. them Sure. Did we? Because I thought last time was more bad music. I thought it was bad music too. We'll we'll, we'll follow the tradition. We'll, I mean, you guys will know because you'll just look at your phone and right. it'll tell you. Whatever but the we tradition don't have that was, we'll keep that going. Okay. So anyway, last time we played a track from Evergrace, which is a PS2 game, and there was this track we called we played called like Buying Goods from Palmera, and if you remember, it was so weird because it just had this. It was almost like if aliens were trying to compose music and we just can't understand it, so it hurts our brains. That's yeah. what it sounded like. And I was sure that it was, oh, something happened with that track. Maybe he was like rolling or something. And But the rest of it's probably fine. But this is another track from that game that has that same weird 
level of just alien madness. Let's take a listen to sunbeams streaming through leaves on the hill. Oh, it's already God. a problem. You know something's wrong. <laughs> what a pretentious with his brain, title. Uh, composed by Koda Hoshino. Here we go. <laughs> So we have to fade down because Will literally can't take it anymore. He's, I'm he's so losing angry right his now. mind I'm on really how mad. terrible this is. This is by far the worst thing we've played today. Uh, it might be the worst thing on the whole playlist, but we didn't pick it as track of the week. Just so you guys know, the track of the week that I picked was something really funny. It's it's really bad, this, but I think it's something that will be make illegal you laugh because it starts off with this really creepy vocal, mm-hmm. which I, I mean I was. <laughs> Then preparing for like this is gonna be super weird, but then it just turns into like, pardon my French, but just really sh- like synth, awful. I mean, just like it's a ba- general MIDI instruments and awkward, vacuous composition. It's terrible. The music is terrible, and then it's interspersed with these creepy vocal sounds that have a completely different. Palette than the and rest you notice of the something track. weird about these huh. acoustic guitar samples? He's like sliding into them with portamento in a way that just sounds really bad and alien. Oh, this is so stupid. It's so and he gives dumb. it some pretentious title like the light flickering <laughs> through the trees. Give me a break. <laughs> you know, no. there's, there's one thing. I, you are no sir. Um, I'm actually kind of concerned for uh, Hashino's like psyche. Like may- maybe Koto Hashino is like losing his mind in this game oh, this or is something. Just so stupid. There is an interesting story. That that we're going to get to later with one of these composers. Um, kind of I mean, listen to those issues. like crappy Kodo samples, just doing some generic kind of thing. It, then he gives it this like <laughs> really emotional title as though right. it's some deep piece of music. And what is the point of those vocal moans? Like, um, I, I don't understand it. Ambience, atmosphere. And they sound completely different it doesn't sound like they're existing in the same space i'm really excited to move on to this next track uh this is a game that i for some reason was fascinated by i actually got the rom of this this is a master system game and i played the first three stages of this i'm worried that i'm gonna go insane and now every piece of music i hear will just have (laughs) just like but anyway so i played the first three stages of this game as bad as this music is the game is equally bad it's so mind-bogglingly stupid what's the game it's it's a korean game a developed game i think it's called the dinosaur dually it's a master system side scroller shooter I, I honestly i play the game and i can't even tell you what you it play is. the game yeah and this is the stage three theme well i have a question for you do you know the spin doctors yeah yeah yeah. two princes i think is it called is it little princes anyway the the they're one hit from the 90s the spin doctors. if you want to buy me flowers you know just yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead anyway the composer of this game thought it would be a great idea to basically make the stage three theme the spin doctor song it, it, that's what this is it's the song, but it's like them trying to do it by ear and getting it so wrong. Kind of like that Bohemian Rhapsody exactly. from the Wayne's and World game. There's this weird level of dissonance because one of the chords he goes to is like a tritone away. 
And it, oh, so, tritone sub. <laughs> it's really weird and funny. And I played the stage, and um, yeah, it's. I was laughing the whole time. Let's take a listen Yikes. to stage three from the Dinosaur Dooley, unknown composer. Here we go. is even worse. <laughs> Will is grimacing so I take much. it back. I'll have the... <laughs> that this that is would like, help At this. least that wasn't painful. This literally hurts your yeah, brain to hear. It hurts. It's that minor ninth interval. The, weird literally minor the ninth. most dissonant. There's a weird interval there. I don't know what's going on with the implementation. He screwed up. And he got the melody wrong and then all of a sudden like after he, after he repeats the main verse a couple times he just like solos and just does something that's not in this the song. This is so god awful. Uh, like... I don't even know how you could go about creating something this bad. Well, you know what's 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 so funny is like I could have picked multiple stages because I think the stage one or two theme is smells like Teen Spirit, but he <sighs> got the riff wrong. It's like dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. It's like it's just surprisingly funny. Uh, yeah, this. Yeah. God, I, it's I like you you say. only have a few channels with these eight bit synths, and th this is music where it's like pretty much doubled in octaves yep. except for one note where there's this minor ninth <laughs> interval because one thing is a half step down and yeah. one thing is staying the same so bad why why would you do that it doesn't make any sense all right we're gonna Ugh. move on to uh a track that right now it says unknown but for some reason i have a memory when i was looking here that this was uh whitaker what was his name Eric Whitaker? <laughs> no, no, the the guy who did Terminator, or not Whitaker. Uh, Paul Wilkinson. Paul Wilkinson. I have a memory of that, um, but we'll we'll just we'll hey, leave Carl, it as unknown. Remember that for episode now. of It's Always Sunny where Charlie, um, he's like Serpico, and he's mm -hmm. like, I recorded over the spin doctors. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was a good callback. Forgot about that. So we'll we'll leave this as unknown. We'll give uh, we'll give Wilkinson a break today. Uh, this is an NES game. It's the Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends. Oh no. You know it's going to be terrible. Oh, I love Rocky and Bullwinkle. So here's what's unfortunate. Uh, it just was a bad choice. They should have done... So this is like the, the main theme, the title theme. No. Uh, what they should have done is just what a lot of NES composers did was don't try to do the actual Rocky and Bullwinkle music. Just do something goofy and silly, whatever. Yeah. It's a video game at this era. It doesn't matter. He tried to do the Rocky and Bullwinkle theme, which is unfortunately a very dissonant and kind of weird theme as is. It's just a weird theme. It's supposed to be kind of avant-garde and silly. It doesn't work on the NES, yeah. especially when you don't get the notes right and when you have missing notes that aren't there. It was a terrible, terrible idea. So let's take a listen to the title theme from The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends.
my god. What it's a so sacrilege. Sad. I love the Rocky and Bullwinkle theme. I mean, it's it's very influential. It's kind of like that Rayman mm-hmm. theme, I think, is very inspired by. Well, it I think that the problem here thing. is that this composer was like, okay, I know this melody's already dissonant, so he couldn't tell when he got the notes wrong. The other problem... He just couldn't tell. He's, it's like a two-voice piece. There's only triangle right. and pulse. Why? Yeah. These are really complex harmonies. Why would you only just have... And the bass line is just doing, like, root and fifth stuff. Sometimes it's not even doing that. Sometimes the baseline is doing these weird chromatic flourishes that aren't in the original theme. God, and there's this weird timing thing where at the end yeah, the of the rhythms form, are terrible. there's like an extra 16th note before it loops. It's just like Ugh. It's really bad. It's really, really Man, bad. Man, that yeah. is just disastrous. Yeah, that is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep this as an and unknown yeah, like you said, here. the Rocky and Bullwinkle theme is intentionally kind of like you know, dissonant, tritony, snarly. So yeah. when you hear that done with this poor implementation, it's like the musical equivalent of just a bumbling buffoon. Like, it's just <laughs> pathetic. This should be the theme of Dr. Robotnik. You know, just like a pathetic, fat, bumbling old fool. Right. Oh, it's so sad. It's it's unfortunate. Oh. It is and we just lost the voice of Rocky. Right. Last week she passed away. Oh, hmm. sad. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, what the, a disgrace. The, the thing about this that is interesting is it's clear, and I actually do know that it was a Western composer because it's the same company uh, that a lot of those terrible uh, songs come from. There's this weird thing that happens with some of these Western composers on the NES where they use it in a way that's just wrong. They're just not implementing it in the right way. It's like they've never and listened to another piece of video game music. It's not just that. It's almost like they're not even listening to the finished product on the right. system. You Imagine know, it's they like weren't. They're just hoping that it everything translated, and a lot of times it doesn't. All right. Now this is really funny. I think Will's going to get a kick out of this. This is another track from Ken Allen, that prolific PC composer. I don't know why, but he worked on, from what I uh, saw, only one Super Nintendo game. Maybe because he did such a bad job with this. This is Warp Speed, which I think is a space shooter. And this is, we're going to listen to a montage here. We're going to start off with the main theme. This is the main theme. It should be a good theme, right? And then we're going to hear the asteroid field theme after. And the thing that's so mind-boggling about this is it's just stupid as is. You know, it's really dissonant and weird. It doesn't make sense for a space shooter. But there's this one channel, I think it's like a string melody, that's so quiet. You can barely hear it. Like, the mix (laughs) is terrible. And when it comes in, it just makes me laugh. Let's take a listen to this montage. This is the main theme into Asteroid Field from Warp Speed. What? Oh my god. main theme oh my god (laughs) 
That's so bad. <laughs> this is an oh. asteroid field right here. Oh my god. But before that, we heard the main theme. Oh. Okay, when you compose a main theme, that should be like one of the strongest <laughs> tracks. It probably is. Oh it my probably is goodness. One of the strongest How funny was that really quiet string melody? Oh, what is it's happening? Like almost inaudible. It's, it sounds like, you know, when you have your headphones plugged into something and then you pull them out halfway and you're just like sure. getting one of the channels right but on both headphones and you're right. like missing all this yeah this is another track where i really don't think there is a way that can actually approve this and listen to this i don't right. think so i mean i don't think there's like must be some sort of phase cancellation or I mean, something why is it so quiet someone could disagree with me but i don't happen to think ken allen is a very good composer but i don't think he would have intended it to be this bad. I mean, this is just dread. But I mean, the music is just dreadful. It's atrocious. It's like intentionally bad. It doesn't make God, any sense. That's awful. Like for I can't think of any genre of video game on the Super Nintendo that would warrant music this instrument weird. choices abysmal, mixing in volumes unacceptable music <laughs> got awful and then you get to that asteroid track and it's just like the same kind of stupid instrumentation with that like slap bass and the and melody it's like, okay this is bad and then that melody instrument it's comes so in low yeah. ugly timbre and just like as dissonant and stupid and as it's possible. also very low too it gets like oh. below the bass um, I kind of want to listen to it again. It's so bad. It, like, should we listen to it again? Laugh. Let's listen to the asteroid track again. All right, let's check out the asteroid field one more time. Oh, oh man, the dissonance between the bass and the quote melody. Oh. God, I, I, no offense, but it's like it was composed by someone who can't hear. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what, what is happening here. Yeah, here's here's a lesson maybe we, we're going to learn from today. Double check your music. Approve it. Listen Make to sure it. Make sure your hearing Make aid sure is on everything. before you start trying to write music. <laughs> Make sure that everything, oh, oh my gosh. gosh, was translated right. Okay, this is fun. This is, I think, one of my pick. It was one of my choices for track of the week. I didn't go with this one, but what I found so... Oh, that was so bad. What I... <laughs> <laughs> What I found so like oddly impressive about this is that I listened to the first track of this. It was so, so bad. But then I listened to a different track and it was worse. And I was like, wow, he's consistently establishing a terrible right. like tone for the whole game. Yeah. And so what this is, this is a Game Boy game called WWF Raw. Ooh, in this okay. uh, a wrestling game, this was composed by Greg Turner. Now let's needed just needed more time in the cooker. Let's just talk for a second about well, if this was you, if you had to score a wrestling game on the Game Boy, how are you going to do that? What would be your stylistic choices? I know that's a tough thing to ask. How do you score a wrestling game on the Game Boy? I think I would listen to a lot of the kind of music that plays during like. WWE stuff. So maybe some rock, some yeah, arena rock. Yeah, try to like okay. do something in that vein. Maybe okay. a little bit more video gamey poppy because that's the genre. Something yeah, dark something and fun. powerful. Yeah, and intense, okay. sort of masculine sounding. All right, well, let's see what Greg did for BGM 1, and this will go into BGM 3 as well. Here we go.
guys, just wait. It gets worse with BGM3. Keep listening. In some ways a variation on the main theme here. It's not a good idea to wow. make music that is physically painful to listen to. Um, what is going on here? Remember there's that South Park episode where they play a pitch so low that it causes brown everyone noise. to poop themselves? Yeah. I feel that's like kind that's of what's, what's happening yeah, I actually, here. I might need to go to the bathroom after listening to this This BGM is god-awful. It's like that frequency... It, it's doing something to me. Like I, I think I'm losing years of my life. Oh like, man! It feels Maybe like we should gamma, stop gamma radiation. Guys, or something. do you know what we sacrificed for this podcast? No. <laughs> yeah. So BGM three is just oh. painful to listen Dude, that to. That first one. It, it sounds like one. the music of like a bored detective just laying in his office <laughs> with nothing to do. How is that the title screen to a wrestling game? Like, how does that convey oh, wrestling? It's just so odd. God, and I laughed terrible. so hard when we were talking about rock, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> just this drone note with these kind of like weird harmonies that don't work. that do these pitch falls at the end. Oh my god. Oh man. Okay, alright. We're having fun. Ooh ha. Feeling it today. Okay. We're gonna now move on to another NES you game. You really should be drinking for Oh, I, you I are am. drinking. I am dr- I What's had to to get through this. Okay. So this is an NES game. This is the Rocketeer. Oh, the Rocketeer. Yeah. Rest in peace. I'm just James looking Warner. at Will, and we're both just feeling sad. Not just because of that, but because we know how they're going to sh all over this. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, this is the title screen from the Rocketeer. Hey, now, remember Will, to bleep out all of your cuss words. Okay, I will, I will. Will, how would you describe the music to the movie The Rocketeer? It's exciting, symphonic, epic, rousing, heroic, melodic, you know, James Horner. At his Goodness. best. Okay. Yeah. I, I love the Rocketeer. All right. So if you were going to score the NES version of the Rocketeer, like I said, I think it was good that they didn't try to go for his music. So this is original music here, which I think is okay. I think I would try to do something light and melodic, uplifting, fun, maybe some kind of rock energy. I mean, just okay. kind of standard 8-bit video game All music right. fair. Well, let's see what David Hayes and George Sanger did for the title screen of the Rocketeer. <laughs> This is that specifically Western style of terrible NES music where that that triangle channel is just way too high. I, I don't even know where to begin with this. This is so stupid. It's very insulting to anyone who's expecting a fun Rocketeer experience. It's just, it doesn't match the character, the story, the vibe. I'm glad they decided to use the James Horner theme here, though. <laughs> That was really a nice touch. I think they got a couple notes wrong, but it's pretty close. Marty, Marty does an amazing impression of James Horner. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, this, I mean, I'm really glad that, uh, I don't think there's any chance that James ever heard this. 
And that's good. I've it's a never good thing. played video games. This is just insulting to anyone who enjoys music or games. I mean, this, this is just is really bad. So, so oh bad. Oh my god. And well, it's interesting, it starting... doesn't sound like they weren't experienced with the NES, because, you know, they do some of those, uh, mm -hmm. you know, runs, and they seem to have some grasp of how to implement for it, but mm -hmm. it's just, it's really annoying. And yeah, that triangle and way too high a register that it just sounds so digital and synthy, and there's no space between any of the notes, it just mm -hmm. has a very ugly sound to it. It's really, really bad. Um, yeah, when I think of the Rocketeer... <laughs> God, and this is the title screen. I know. This isn't like the final boss or something. Yeah, that's what blows my mind is so many of these examples we're playing today are like the title screen or the main theme of this game. I mean, it's not the worst piece of music I've ever heard, but the context also, it's just... Unacceptable. It's like they were just making whatever random piece of music they felt like making. Absolutely. Yeah, this is so, so unacceptable. It's just, I'm so glad that we're at least out of this era. Like we don't, we don't hear this, like this would never be allowed to day no definitely and that's not. definitely a good thing okay let's move on from that we're gonna move on to a different era but this is another one that slipped through the cracks okay so this is actually quite interesting um will have you ever played the original resident evil before yeah i have okay apparently there was a version that came out called resident evil director's cut for the playstation huh and what's interesting about it is the original composer of Resident Evil was Mamoru uh, Samuro Gochi, at least for the director's cut. I think there were other composers for the original, but for the director's cut, uh, that was who was credited. Apparently, there's a weird story to go along with this. There's a different gentleman who actually ghost wrote for uh, Mamoru for years. So everything in the past like 20, 30 years was actually composed by his ghost writer, Takashi Nigaki. So Takashi Nigaki is the person who actually composed this piece of music. Carl was doing air quotes for and those of you not watching the video version. I of have a feeling this was an intentional like trolling of his boss, maybe. Because what's weird is I heard there's the story that Mamaro Samaraguchi claimed that he was going deaf, but it was false. He actually wasn't going deaf. So I don't know if he had some mental issues or what's going on, but Apparently, his, his protege was trying to troll him here. This is Mansion Basement, uh, and apparently there's a lot of flatulence going on in this basement from Resident Evil Director's Cut. <laughs> This is so bad, it could be contemporary concert music. That's how <laughs> bad it fired. is. Shots fired. Yeah, this is, this is atrocious. I think this has to be intentional trolling or just really phoning it in and not caring. You just caring. have to put the two trombones on either side of the stage, there's have a them danger. face each other. Yeah, there's a danger when you're not getting credited by name and you're like ghostwriting for someone that you can, can totally screw with them. I mean, it... 
I, I know this is an easy observation to make, but it sounds like he was literally just pressing random pressing notes on random the keyboard, keys. I think he was making sure to use as many you know half step intervals mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah, this doesn't fit the tone of Resident Evil. It doesn't fit. I don't think there's any game that this would fit. This is just yeah. I think it'd be one thing if it was like really kind of ethereal synth instruments right. or something. But those crappy MIDI low brass. I mean, so awful bad. trombone sounds. It just so sounds bad. terrible. Don't quite understand uh, what really happened here and how oh. this got overlooked. Someone at Capcom had to have listened to this and said, yep, that sounds good. <laughs> you know, like it's just, he got paid to do this. I mean, maybe they thought it sounded scary, but When it's you get just paid stupid. to work on a project and, and, and this is the outcome, you have to be okay with, with everyone just, just crapping all over it because at the end of the day, like you didn't do your job. Let's move on to... Really sorry we have to play this again. We're going to play another track from Yoshi's New Island for the 3DS. Oh, man. Now, this is such a curious case. I don't think this composer, Masayoshi Ishii, is a, this bad of a composer. I think this is a, a case where someone had this idea. Someone at Nintendo told this composer to say, you know what would be funny? Let's try to make it sound really like dissonant and like something's weird here with these little Yoshis. Yeah, I don't even think it's about making it sound dissonant. They want to make it sound like a little kid is playing all the instruments. And so the recorder is out of tune. And you have these... Because, I mean, I think that a little bit of what Koji Kondo was going for in the Mm -hmm. original Yoshi's Island is all the instruments sound like something that could exist in a child's room, whether it's a music box or a kalimba or... You know, it has that sound to it. But it was all really pleasing music and it was all really cool music it was groovy and funky and i'm a a huge fan of a lot of the music and you know yoshi's story and uh kazumi tataka is one of my favorite composers but i do think he established this new trend for the yoshi music that somehow it all has to kind of sound strange and like bad and some out of tune intentionally okay so we're going to take a listen to the whole thing here it's only 55 seconds this is the yoshi clan from yoshi's new island for the 3ds here we go to hear that I'm theme so from upset. the last track we played last bad music episode dun, 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 dun. and it's, it's not just a terrible melody end. it kind of has that like yeah. i don't know african folk music quality so, so well can you try to walk it's us through it's just insulting it so bothers me yoshi's island is one of my favorite video game so well try to walk me through what do you think happened here what do you this think is an example of a composer looking down on a project saying like, oh, this is for kids. It's almost like talking down to them and saying like, oh, it needs to sound goofy and Mm -hmm. silly and make them laugh. 
And what so bothers me about it is it was not done earnestly. It was not done with affection. And I think when you're making something for kids, it's all the more important to make sure that it's something good because it can influence them. You know, a lot of kids that may play video games, that's some of their first exposure to music like that. Entertainment for children has a real power and with it a responsibility to create something artistically rich. I mean, I think it's more important to write good music for kids than it is to write good music for adults. And so I, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, oh, something's for kids, so it has to sound goofy or silly, or they kind of like, I don't know, they, they play to what they think kids would like, which is sure. some lowest common denominator yeah it's insulting to children it's so bothersome to me but the the opposite would be something like pixar where it's like mm. these really artistic films that anyone could love yeah i mean the thing is it's not just insulting to children it's insulting to any game player because like this is a game that a lot of people would buy because they enjoyed the original the other thing yoshi's island is a series and this pays no respect whatsoever to the music of koji kondo i mean koji did have those levels the touch fuzzy get dizzy where all the pitches are obscured but that's an effect that's meant to represent kind of a humorous thing in the game that's not the default sound of all the music and with so much of these new like yoshi games it really seems like that kind of weird sound is the default sound for all of the level music. Yeah, it's just unacceptable. All right, so now we are going to play a track from an Amiga game called Savage. And I'm going live here on Facebook to capture Will's reaction. This is our track of the week this week. Don't expect me to don't <laughs> expect me to have any kind of reaction. I'm not a caged animal. <laughs> I tried to pick something that was maybe the most fun for the day. This was composed by Kevin Collier for the Amiga. It's just the most ridiculous, stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. This is level one from Savage. Savage! The orchestra hits sliding up. Oh, it's dreadful. Oh, this is dumb. This is like Ferris Bueller playing things on his keyboard. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, that was savage, folks. Uh, If you wanted to capture Will's reaction, head on over to our Facebook page. Holy moly. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's just so stupid. This is the track of the week this week. Savage Level 1 by Kevin Collier. I mean, we've heard things like this before. A lot of old keyboards from the 90s and early 2000s would have sound effects settings where depending on what key you would press, it would play that sound effect at a different pitch or a different speed. Um, and this is a track that was made entirely using those sound effects. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember being in, like, I remember being in seventh grade and uh, in, like, band class, we had this old Yamaha keyboard, and there was this DJ setting where there'd all be this, like, you know, sound effects like this, and you just, you'd kind of make people laugh because you go, DJ, 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 and, like, that's what this right. guy's doing here for an actual video game. It's just so insulting. Yeah, it's like a 10-year-old made it. 
Um, that first sound sounds like the Colossus roar at Magfest, <laughs> don't you think? Savage. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's from Savage. No, no, it's not. It's from X Men. God, this is so savage. Bad. And then at the end, it like gets panned all the way to the left channel. I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, I do. I do think that you had a a bigger reaction from some of the other tracks, but uh, yeah, this is for some for whatever reason, this is the one that I thought was just just a good choice for track of the week. It's just. I don't know what else to say. Let's listen to a couple more seconds. The last thing I'll say about this track is it's seven minutes long. (laughs) So if you want to, you can listen to the whole thing. Yeah, because six minutes wouldn't have been long enough. Okay, let's move on to something really, really bad. This is from the PlayStation, and I was glad that we got to play a decent amount of PlayStation music because there's a lot of terrible music that was composed in this era. One of the things that happened is people got really excited about having recordings and Redbook Audio, but sometimes there were people that weren't really... (laughs) didn't really have the credibility to make good sounding music with the oh, with that technology. On. And so that's the case here. This is um from a PS1 game called The Crow City of Angels and it was based on a movie. There's a terrible movie uh that uh, you know with this title and this was the PS1 game. This is composed by Mark Kerr. It's called Last Chance. I don't even know what to say, but uh here we go. I think I read a comment on YouTube about this that said it sounds like uh, the engineers recorded this with pumpkins or, or something. It's just, what are those weird explosion sounds that are they part sound like of the gun track? Shots. They're like gunshots oh again from a keyboard sound effects. It is. It is our last chance. That is true. It's our last chance to maybe listen to some of the worst music we could find. No, we're probably gonna have terrible. to do this again. God, this this isn't music. I know I sound no. like a grumpy old father. But it's really not. Uh, it's really, really, really bad. This is yeah, dreadful. Like this isn't even funny to me. This is just right. upsetting that this is a person that got paid money. There's so many talented people out there writing music that would have done an excellent job. I wish I could say this is an isolated incident, though. There's music like this that's out there on these systems from the mid-90s when people just didn't have a lot of oversight, and no one probably listened to this. It's a game... They probably didn't even want to make this game. One of those developers that had really bad luck with getting terrible movie tie-in games, and they didn't even want to make it. It's probably a terrible game, and the composer probably just totally farted this out in, like, three seconds, and now it lives on (laughs) through our podcast. Yeah, I mean, I really think someone that doesn't know anything about music that has never written music could write something like this. I mean, this tape requires no talent. 
This is uh, abysmal. Let's move on, shall we? Dreadful. Let's move on to something that's kind of funny. This is for the N64. Now, there's not a lot of terrible N64 music, but it is out there. Uh, This is by Gunnar Madsen. And this is from San Francisco Rush, Ugh, which was also racing game. also came out for the arcade. This is the 64 version. This is called Rave Rush. Let's check it out. God, that's what oh, we needed. I'm in pain. That is my what we needed. Side hurts Why didn't from I make laughing? this track of the week? That was a great reaction. Why didn't you film had. my reaction to this one? Oh my goodness! This is Rave <laughs> Rush from San Francisco. I mean, Rush. that first of all, when that <laughs> when that happened, I was just like, okay, that's bad. And then it goes into three part harmony. <laughs> oh man, it's great. I actually think this is a lot of fun. I mean, this I had so much. We laughed so hard from this. Uh, so in some ways, I feel like it's valid as art because of that. Like, I'm always looking for a comedy that makes me laugh out loud, and right. this did it. Uh, so, I mean, I guess there's really a limit to how much we can crap on this, because uh, it did make me laugh. I don't think that was the intent, but... <laughs> I mean, I, what else could the intent have been? I mean, I, I think no this idea. is total trolling. This is just such a joke. You think? Okay, well, let's hope. Let's give Gunner the benefit of the doubt. Okay, let's move on. All right, now we have we have two more tracks to talk about today, and they both are from the Sonic series. Okay, we couldn't end today without featuring some. One of them is from the Genesis, and one of them is from uh, the Dreamcast. Wow, a Genesis Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want to go? On I'm sure. Doing let's this? let's start with later though. Let's start with the Dreamcast now. Officially, I got this from Sonic Adventure DX, which came out for the GameCube, but I believe this was also in the original adventure for the Dreamcast. Okay. Again, you're, you're going to I know. be starting some wars here, especially with our friends the Kellys. They might... I would love to have a conversation with them about this song to see what they think. I can't imagine anyone would like this song. It's so, so cheesy, so, so stupid. Uh, that seems to be what a lot of people like about Sonic music. I'm just saying. <laughs> this game was composed by Jun Senoue, Kenichi Takoi, and Fumi Kumitani. Really, really good composers, and there's some great melodies here. Uh, there's also tracks like this. Let's take a listen to Lazy Days. <laughs> Very fitting, in my opinion, from Sonic Adventure DX.
every day is a new beginning, yeah. Our playground's so huge, we don't know what to do with it. Truly the lyrics of any any good Sonic game. What, is, what the is going on here? This is so stupid. I will take anyone on. If someone likes this yeah, song. I'm sorry, man. I freaking hate this it's kind of stuff. It's just so stupid. Like, what the... It's not... It, okay. First of all, I will say, I do not think Sonic games should be playing pop songs no. with lyrics. No. Okay, but I'm willing to accept that there can be good pop songs with lyrics. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of stuff. This is but not that. This is not that. I think this is bad music, you know? I mean, yes. And it's not like I'm, it's not like anything with kind of saccharine production I don't like. Mm -hmm. Look, I, I grew up, you know, watching SpongeBob SquarePants, and they would have songs, goofy songs in that show all the time. I love that they stuff. They were well like, written, though. I, yeah, I, I think this is a bad song. I think it has a bad melody. I agree. The lyrics are stupid. I don't like the production. I hate the sound of that guy's voice. Right. And the weird, like, kind of Clapton-y goofball guitar stuff at the beginning. What the f*** was that? Some weird country guitar. Oh, yeah. Awful. In addition in addition to all that, which I do think it's a very annoying song that I don't like, the fact that it's in Sonic Adventure is such a disgrace because people were coming off the heels of like quality Genesis soundtracks, some of the most like revolutionary video game music. Will uh, someone tell me what, what this has to this? do with Sonic the Hedgehog? You know, his whole musical language was like 80s and 90s American pop R&B, mm -hmm. hip-hop, those were the origins of that music. Even Masato Nakamura's stuff. Well, And I so think... if you want to have music like that, but why would you have this kind of like awkward well, country? Well, there we go. That's the thing is I think their idea with Sonic Adventure was like, okay, now let's do modern music of today, which maybe they were thinking was pop rock, but this isn't pop rock. Like, I think the this problem isn't ever is popular. the character of Sonic should not evolve. Sonic is born in the 90s. The 90s, that's part of his old attitude and that's why i disagree with this like when they tried to realize sonic as a character in sonic adventure mm -hmm. he sounded like a 90s cartoon hey right. tails let's go after dr eggman you yeah. know he sounds like this kind of goofy 90s cartoon sure. so why would they have to give it modern music and this does not sound like <laughs> no i mean this is just cornball fest yeah i mean anyone Ugh. would hate this if you're a fan of country you'd hate this if you're a fan of rock you'd hate this i i don't know Maybe someone out there likes it. I get that people have nostalgia. I get that people come at me, guys. Have it as a guilty pleasure. But this I, is one of the few times when I'm asking people to come at me on Twitter. And I'm, this is worse than like I, I like. I'm not a fan of that. There's a level called City Escape, mm -hmm. and there's a song called City Escape, and they're Compared singing this, about escaping though, from the city. It's like amazing. That bothers me. But that's a well-written melody. I will, yeah. you know, I'll admit there's some good songs in those games. I don't like that they're songs. The first stage themes really like that good. Castlevania Symphony of the Night end credits. Mm -hmm. It's horribly out of place so cheesy but a good melody i i don't hate the song sure but this i hate this is bad i hate it as well all right guys we're gonna now move on to a genesis sonic track what this comes to us from i'm scared sonic spinball oh okay so this was uh primarily composed by howard rosen but he did not compose this track thank 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 god this is the options theme so let's say you're you put in Sonic Spinball. You're excited to play the game. You want to make sure that you know all the levels are correct, and you know maybe what difficulty you want to play the game at. You go to the options screen. This is what you're treated to. This is some of the worst use of the Genesis I've ever heard. It's so shrill, so piercing. Sounds like a power drill to your brain. Let's take a <laughs> listen to. I can imagine the Genesis sounding like that. Oh my gosh! So let's take a listen to options from Sonic Spinball, composed by. Sorry here. Brian Coburn. Here we go. 
Will just threw awful. his headphones off in shame. He, he's done. Ow. He's done listening to this that stuff today. Hurts. It's good that that was the last track, uh, really, of today. Otherwise, other than the playout, guys, thank you. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I know this is fun, but that last one really hurt my brain. I mean, it was very shrill. It hurt my ears. The notes were not terrible. Um, but the Sega Genesis really has the ability to have these. The, I mean, you described it perfectly, Carl. It is like a buzzsaw. It's to a the buzzsaw to the brain. That's really the hashtag that I would describe this episode with. So at thanks, least um, it doesn't have cheesy lyrics. So you think it least. actually could have been worse if there were cheesy lyrics on top of this? Yeah. Oh God. At the end, Carl. We were both laughing at the end of that like chorus melody <laughs> where it goes back up to the. Oh, pretty man. funny. Okay, so uh, thanks again, <laughs> or I don't know. No, we, thank, thank you, you Ivan. <laughs> yeah, no, thank so you very much. Thanks for Ivan. your wonderful support and your, you know, your wonderful email. And this was a really fun episode. We will probably do another one of these just because I know we're going to get more requests for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love doing. It's fun these to episodes. let loose a little bit and just kind of you know let our opinions run wild and the, the other cool thing is we do listen to a lot of mediocre music but yes. it's fun to listen to stuff that's like excitingly bad yeah it's always i never know what to expect mm-hmm. and it's really delightful it is fun all right we're going to play out with a super nintendo track from lester the unlikely oh classic bad yeah soundtrack. and this is a track called something happened indeed indeed it did this is by john shepard and jason anderson All right, guys, we have some really cool episodes coming up. Next week, we are going to be doing an episode on Hitoshi Sakimoto. Have we not done that yet? We have not done that, and that is a a very heavily requested episode. And are we going to do a two-parter, so then the next one will be Hikoshi (laughs) Hashimoto? Maybe. That would be cool. And then I believe after that, we are probably going to be having a Mercado Radio in the books as Will kind of heads back. So, yeah, look forward to that. And then many more Patreon episodes coming up, so fear not, guys. All right, we're going to leave you with this Lester Unlikely. I'm not even going to do the plugs because today i feel like anyone listening to this i don't want this to be like an indictment of our podcast so thanks for listening uh definitely go back and listen to other episodes of ours that have good music we promise next week we'll have very very good music all right thank you so much everybody my name is carl brueggemann and i'm will brueggemann have a great week everybody peace out and sorry about this